All right, I'm in. All right, uh, I'll start the intro just right now. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Front Yard Socks. Um, my name is Ben Weisel, and I'm joined by my co-podcaster, Samuel Greenberg. Sam, what's up? How's it going? What's up, man? I'm sitting on the ocean right now, enjoying life. Mm, love that. Love that. Socks coming off of a big uh, game three in Detroit. We're going to talk Tiger series. We're going to talk games one, two, three. We're going to talk trade. As we all know, the July 31st non-waiver deadline is approaching. We're going to talk, talk Mets Yankees and also the ALE standings. And then um, I'm going to go and we're going to talk about the playoffs and the playoff atmosphere in baseball. Um, something that I've, always loved and cannot wait to return. Sounds uh, good to me. All right. So to start it off, Sam, you want to give your quick thoughts on game one of the Detroit Tiger series? Uh, Yeah. I mean, it was a absolute pitch and gem by price, which seems to be getting a bunch of heat lately. Uh, I mean, you can kind of say the bats weren't on, but uh, Boyd, even though he pitched five innings, he pitched a hell of a game against the Sox. Uh, and then it seems like they threw everybody in their bullpen in after that. But I mean, you can't really, you can't really hate a one nothing, a one nothing win because that's what you're going to be looking at in the playoffs. So you kind of love those close games. Yeah, I mean, the thing that pissed me off the most about that game was that I owe you five bucks because Boyd actually made it through five innings. <laughs> hey, you know what? He literally pitched five point oh. You know, innings. And I, and I was sweating there for – I was waiting to text you, too. I was like, wait till this dude pitches five. I was surprised. The only reason they took him out is because his pitch count got high. He was at 98. So, I mean and, – and like I was telling you, Boyd might be somebody to look at at the trade deadline, too. I know you might not like him, but I've looked at his starts, and it looks – everything but his ERA looks good to me. And it's around the same as price, ERA's. Price ERA about .5 lower, but like I said, prices had those bad starts also. So I mean, so so my thing with with Boyd is that I like pitchers that are able to pitch efficiently to outs, and we have a couple of those. We've got oh yeah, sale, we've got we have a, okay, I mean yeah, of course we do. So that's that's the yeah, we got a plethora of them. I don't I don't love watching Erod pitch because he's either really on and his stuff is really good, and he's got really good command and control. Or he's a little bit wild and have struggles to make it through five five innings, six innings. Um, yeah, and, and that and that to me is like, I mean, that's just a good team will see that, and a good team will just take and take and take and put guys on base and drive in runs. And that's one thing that I think I saw with Boyd is that if we bring him in, obviously we're going to have to give up something. He's only twenty seven years old, so he's on the younger side, and he's the kind of guy that is going to get in tough spots because he's not that kind of efficient pitcher yet. So that's my, yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Plus, I mean, if you think about it right now, we're, we're kind of on the injured side on our starting pit. We're still, who are we still waiting on? Steve, did Pomeranz ever yeah, get back Pomeranz, yet? Or Pomeranz is he... pitching Tuesday, which I am, I'm going to need to buy some diapers because I might shit myself. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting for Pomeranz to come back and then we got Steven Wright coming back hopefully in a couple of weeks. And then who else do we got missing off the starting rotation? Uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, Beaks. So talks of Beaks coming up um, again. He's you can tell that he's young. He doesn't really have the stuff, so he's not going to go out there and throw up crazy numbers and uh-huh. first start. Um, he's just sort of a location pitcher. So Beaks is someone who I think they'll definitely put on the playoff roster. Uh, maybe yeah. as a long reliever in a game where we need a couple shutout innings. Um, I don't really know sort of he- lefty. You think Eddie's going to the bullpen? Do I think Eddie Rodriguez? No, yeah. God no. You don't think so? Once once Pomerantz and Wright is coming no, back? No, I don't think. I. I or you think Wright? You think they're because what are you going to think once 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 playoffs roll around? You know, by then I think okay, so. you're you're asking Sale, Price, Eddie, Wright, and Pomerantz a five man rotation, and I doubt they'll they got to they got to dip one of those guys off for the I playoffs think, into the bullpen. Right. I think it's going to be right. I. Th- you think so? I think that they're going to use Wright in a in, in spots where they need him to eat innings in the middle of a ball game and put up. Yeah, I could see because that if someone 
Yeah. If someone comes out, what, two or three innings? Yeah. Has a, hopefully it's not Price because then we'll take the heat because we've been bad for Price. <laughs> yeah. So so I think I think Wright comes in um, to help to help shore up um, some 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 zeros, put up some zeros on the board. I do think that um, Porcello and Erod are two guys. That oh, my God. I forgot about Porcello, too. Oh, my God. We got a six-man – Heavy rotation. Yeah, so I mean that's the thing is we could, we could easily see Porcello or Erod at least once in the playoffs struggle early against really good teams that are going to take their time at the plate. Plus, to my my thing with 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 uh, Stephen Wright pitching in the playoffs is that if a team has time to look at his knuckleballs, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna look and they're gonna analyze the games that he pitched poorly in and look for similarities. And try mm-hmm. and try and get on the pitches. Um, maybe there's there's a mechanical issue there. Um, maybe it's something because I mean it's 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 the knuckleball. Like it's literally it's, yeah. It's it's all it's it's he's Tim Wakefield. Well, Tim Wakefield threw the damn knuckleball literally every single pitch. I believe. Yeah, I mean, but but that's the thing about right is that it's like the weather depend is like it, knuckleball is depending <laughs> on the weather. Like it's something, something that we can't control. So I don't like having him slated in to pitch certain starts. I like having the option to bring him out of the pen. And I think Pomerantz should stay just completely away from all Red Sox pitching activity. Make him a bench coach or something. Just use his salary. To <laughs> so, so game one, uh, you obviously don't want to see a one nothing win. You want to see the bats come alive. Uh, but you can't appreciate being out with a bullpen the whole together. Who else came in? Hembry and yeah. Barnes, and then uh, Kimbrel. That's what I was going to talk about. So, yeah. So we've got we Hembry. I I don't like Hembry because of how straight his pitches are. He can kind of get shelled, but he's been throwing strikes lately, and I think that he's one of those guys that comes in for two thirds of an inning is effective. He struck out two guys. He faced two guys. That was it. Um, so so are you going to take the fuck Heath Hembry off your off uh, your yeah, site? It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this man hates Heath Embry. No, no, no. I, 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 I really don't like so, so, like with Heath Embry. It's the man comes into a ball game and he throws. Uh, he comes into like a three-run ball game and he gives up like a run. And he comes into a four-game ball game, gives up two runs, makes it a close game, and then the bullpen yeah. struggles with arms. Maybe it's because of rest. I don't really know what it is. And then um, all of a sudden, we end up losing the game, and everything traces back to Heath Embry not pitching effectively in the sixth or the seventh. Yeah, you got to be happy too, because Heath Embry, I, he came in, in in the seventh, I believe, with and with uh, an out already, and he threw seven pitches and had two strikeouts. Yeah. You know, so you got to enjoy can't, that. Can't those uh, no, you literally, you literally can't. He came in and pumped some strikes real quick, and the Tigers lineup really isn't, it really isn't that bad. I mean, I mean their season's not going the way they wanted to go, but they got some hitters. They got Hicks and. Uh, Cassianos and can't, can't who else? Well. Who else they got? Martin in center field. Yeah, they got Candelario who played well in the series. So I mean, yeah, it's a, you you know you don't look at that lineup and you're not scared. But those are those are the types. I mean, they're big league ball players. They can hit. They've, they've seen 100%. they've seen that kind of stuff before. Um, another thing, talking point from game one, we talk Holt injury. I didn't even see it. I like I said, I'm in a, so I'm in Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale in Miami right now, so I don't even have access to to watch the game. So I'm watching them on the ESPN app like a crackhead. So I don't, I, I wasn't, I didn't really know what happened to Holt besides all the pictures of him modeling and hitting up other people's girls on on Instagram. That was, that was funny. That was a highlight. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, so it was bases loaded, nobody out, third inning, fly ball to Benny. Uh, Benny comes home with throw, no advance. Um, then they got there. It was sort of a, it was sort of an off, um, off kilter throw. Sandy had to hustle up the line to grab the ball. Throws it down a third. They got Goodrum, I think, in a rundown. Um, uh-huh. Nunez ended up having the most awkward. I mean, Eddie Nunez, my God, had the most awkward lunge. Get <laughs> like three feet from home. Um, a little shell, like a little pass to right, I think, or to Price, and then Price fired a second on what was just a total cutter. I don't, I don't know why he was throwing that ball in the dirt. He was. 50 feet away, could have just, like, lob-tossed it to Holt. Um, Holt kind of had to reach down for it, and I forget who it was, but Tigers player goes sliding in a second um, and kind of catches Holt in the knee. And at first, Holt went down, and I thought, 
oh shit, okay, here we go. That's that's got to be ligament damage. I mean, whole, whole, so whole he, he got he got cleated. Yeah, just ended up getting so just got... ended up getting cleated. Um, ended up it was a knee contusion, which if you want if you don't want a contusion somewhere, it's the knee because the knees are always a sensitive spot. But um, they had him day to day though, yeah, right? No, he's, I think he's, he's. I think it wasn't as serious as they thought it was going to yeah. be. That's hey, and and like I keep saying, bro, I love. Okay, so I, I love everybody on the Sox, but I really wish. And even though Holt is the guy that can literally play anywhere that you want him to, besides pitch, and even then you could probably throw him in there. I really think Holt should be starting at second. Like I really do. So- over Eddie Nunez, like, and, and they put, they've been putting Nunez at third, but he's not going to be there anymore because uh, Devers finally came back. Okay. I'm going so, to mean... pull up Holt's splits because he has cooled off. I do agree with you. I think he's a better option than Eduardo Nunez. But uh, he has in his in He's his, got in a his, better in glove. His last, in his last uh, 30 games, he's hitting 258, which better than Nunez. Um, 12 yeah. RBIs in 30 games, not terrible. I think he's almost close to 300 on the season, right? Or 290? Yeah, he's hitting. He's hitting 287. Okay. Um, But that's 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 a positive 287. That's 287 with good base running, um, good speed, um, like patience in the box. Um, He knows he's got a baseball. I I mean, don't get me wrong. Anybody on the Sox, I love you. But Eddie Nunez, oh my God! It's like sometimes he doesn't know where he's at or. He just doesn't know how to run sometimes or field the ball. It's I don't know what his deal is. I think but... I think he gets in his own head a little bit. Forgets how to play play the. Do you have a, Do you have anything pulled up on any Nunez errors? Is is or is? Can we look that up somehow? I don't have any. I don't have much Wi-Fi on me, but he's got to have like a high percentage of errors for second baseman this year. Let me let me let me try and find that real quick. Um, I mean. I mean, while we're on the subject, uh, we're going to get later the potential of trading for a second baseman. Um, so Eduardo Nunez is only 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 hitting to the tune of a 633 OPS. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Brock Holt's up in the 700s, no. which is um, I think better. It's slightly it's better. It's not amazing. Average. Yeah. I don't know how many errors he has. Um, Either way, it feels like every game he's making some type of boneheaded play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, that obviously you don't, you don't want to give a team more opportunities than they need. Uh, his, yeah. he's got, uh, I mean, I, my stats are all messed up. Um, yeah, I mean, regardless. So, so game one, who came in for hold? Did a uh, Lynn come in yeah. for hold? Okay. He was hitting hot at the beginning of the year and then he kind of just fell off. No, I, mean, I mean, he's not really a big league hitter. He's got really, no, I, he's, he's too good for triple a and not good enough for the majors. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty. What's up with Pedroia, man? Like, can we talk about Pedroia for a second? Like, what's going on with him? Like, are we going to see him again this year? I think – I think – Are we going to see him know. again ever? Um, I know that there's been some talk about him. He's now in Arizona rehabbing his knee. Um, he, yeah, I knew he went back he, home. He had the same – he had the same injury – same surgery as Stephen Wright. Um, and they're both – they've both mm-hmm. been experiencing – inflammation um in their surgically repaired knee the thing with Pedroia is I don't know if we can count on him for this year I think honestly we he doesn't have enough games under his belt yeah and I I think I think we try and move forward to find another effective solution until next year when Pedroia has ample rest and he's not because that's the thing is that second base do you want do you want Pedroia next year I mean I yeah that's the hard that's the tough thing to swallow right now because Pedroia has been that dude since <laughs> the beginning of time, it feels like, at least for us, because we're younger. But, you know, he's been that uh, the heart of the, the Sox team, and I haven't seen him in two years, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's he, – he, 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 It might be time to split ways. No, I mean, no, 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 no. He's, he's a rookie of the year. He's an MVP. He is really arguably still the heart and soul of this Red Sox team in terms of experience. Uh, also yeah, well, hundred percent. He is the experience man. Besides, and um, love for the game and hustle. I mean, he's he's like the Danny Woodhead of the Reds. <laughs> the Danny Woodhead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I want to see him out there, but I don't. Who do you want out there? Do you want Brock Holt or Nunez want, when the playoffs are all around, or do you want just coming off injury Pedroia? So, I mean, that's I I think that the Red Sox have 
the versatility to, to play the matchup game at second. Yeah. Which is something that is, that is a luxury that has not really been talked about this year. Uh, oh, my God. With everybody on this team, he, yeah, 100%. Uh, it seems like the Sox have a whole second team they can throw out there and be just fine with. Yeah, I mean, we saw that towards the end when Benny was on the bereavement. Uh, mm-hmm. Devers was on the DL. We were giving JBJ a couple days off. Um, I mean, the team can win games with, with the bench players. Um, but uh, regardless, I think I think that Pedroia should take his time. I think that Colton Nunez can potentially get the job done. Um, so we'll just see. So, so game two. Yeah. Hey, and overall, game one, uh, you kind of expect the bats being slow after the All Star yeah. break, you know. I mean, we had what we had five people in there also, so everybody's a little tired and whatnot. I mean, you could just expect it to happen for the you know this series hitting was kind of you want to say it was a little bit sloppy those first two games, even though they still hit the ball here and there, but it really, really didn't come alive till game three. So it's not something that's unnormal. You could have expected anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so, so game two. Was a nightmare. The bats were bad. <laughs> they were. I mean, they they came alive. What after the seventh? But they were not. Yeah, no. There was kind of like in the sixth or fifth or whatever they came alive, and then they shut back off again. Yeah, I mean, just so <laughs> it was a nightmare. Okay, uh, <laughs> my dude Brian Johnson, who I actually really like because I think I'm. A, I, I why why did he get pulled? He got pulled in the fifth. He he, was, he pitched. Yeah, but why? His his I think his line was. Five innings, couple Ks, two runs. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at five innings, five hits, zero earned runs, no walks, and five strikeouts, and he only threw 77 pitches. Yeah. He's he's a he's, he's he's a utility pitcher, and that and yeah. that is a luxury to have for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, that game is. I mean, no earned runs. That game is not on him at all. Where did those runs come from? Uh, was there some type of throwing error or something? I think I saw that. Because um, I know they had two runs come in. Because I know Thornburg came in and went ahead and shit the brick and let out three. Yeah, I think – I mean, I don't um, – I, I think there was a throwing okay, error somewhere. You know, if I was a betting man, I'd say it was Devers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch, hey, watch it be Nunez, man. <laughs> yeah, one of them. One of them. Um, regardless, you know, you know, you know what I thought was, was actually really funny was – um, the, the guy who hurt us in that game was Jose Iglesias, and we have not yeah. we have not seen much of Jose Iglesias since the PV trade in 2013. Hundred percent, and he's sitting at the bottom of the lineup. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, he's like eight, 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 seven old guy, I think. Okay, yeah, I mean that makes sense, and I think let me see, uh, he's two sixty on the year, two sixty nine, but yeah, he definitely. He definitely tore. I think he had four RBIs that yeah. game. Yeah, he did. So we he tore. We ended up. So we traded Iglesias for Avisel Garcia's Gar- Garcia, and, and uh-huh. went to him for PV. And uh, Garcia is actually having a pretty good year. He's uh he's he's a he's a good left fielder. Obviously, we didn't really have any need for him because at the time we had nope. Johnny Gomes in left, and also um, definitely some 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 good good outfielders in the farm system, so it didn't really seem um, like a big deal. And, of course, we were short on starting pitching that year. Um, uh-huh. And, I, hey, good work, because uh, that ended up getting us the World Series. So, <laughs> yeah, I can't complain, right? Yeah, so, so Thornburg, terrible outing. Um, the, the top of the order, I think oh, he did two God. hits, and, and he had two hits, um, which we – Totally wasted. Um, I think we were 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position and left 10 on base, um, which is not a terrible number yep. if you're putting up five runs. Um, but in a in a close game, would have been close game like that with with uh, Thornburg and ending up um, blowing the game for us. Uh, that's yeah. What 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 do you think about the Thornburg experiment so it's, far? It's I don't want to talk about it. That's Dave Dombrowski has done a, a good job. I mean, he's completed the farm system, but he's he's done a good job. Our farm system is fucked yeah. right now. Yeah, I've, I've got it. Really is like I don't, I mean, we better sign everybody on our start lineup for a long ass time because our system is really depleted. There are uh, there are a couple of, of diamonds in the rough, but um, 
it, the, there's right now there's not really anyone that you know I mean, we've got Jay Groom with with uh with the UCL tear and Tommy John. We've got Chavis mm-hmm. um who roided and is now <laughs> so our top two prospects aren't really doing anything for us anytime soon. Uh, and nope. it, it makes you makes you wonder um really really what uh what, what what we could be doing better there. And I mean it just boils down to Dave Dombrowski making moves to make the team better immediately, um, which I think in a big market like Boston won't be an issue because we saw in 2012 going into 2013, the team was bad and the fix did not come from the farm system. The fix came from making efficient free agent signings in the offseason. Um, yeah, we're just – we're the highest in the league right now, in aren't payroll, we? In yeah. What are we at, 270? Yeah, yeah we're I – think, I think we've got like – like eight mil left in cap space before we hit the luxury tax line. So, when does Sandoval get off of our oh, payroll? Uh, Do no, we next know? Year. I'm not quite. After yeah, but we're done. God, that's, what a nightmare. We're done with um, Hanley after this year, thankfully. So that'll open up cap space. You know what? I really don't like moving Hanley down or Hanley away, but I can understand it money wise. I mean, you know, and he he didn't put up the numbers we thought he would, but. This seemed like the year that he, he kind of was having an impact. Yeah, I mean, he, he cooled off before he was released. Um, and I think, I think really um, the, the big issue with Hanley was that we do not want to give – like, we did not want to provide him with the vesting option of $26 million. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't really worth it. J.D. Martinez at all. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. I mean, it really, we got lucky. We stole Pierce. You know, and Pierce is – you know, give it to – I, did, I was kind of unsure about Pierce at first, but I love that dude so far. That dude is hitting the damn ball. Yeah, and he's 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 filled uh filled a void in um, hitters being able to hit lefties, which is something that we if there was one struggle in the first half of the season yep. for sixty percent of the season, it was our ability mm-hmm. to hit lefties. And Steve Pierce so far has been a, a great solution. Um, it, I don't think people are talking about him enough. He's hitting 320 on yeah, the season. Yeah, he's playing really well. I mean, we gave up, we gave up uh, a prospect uh, by the name of Espinal. He's hit 329 mm-hmm. bombs in the minors this season in 85 games. Um, so he's an average guy at, uh, at single A. He's mm-hmm. playing at high A ball. He's playing high A ball. And yeah. honestly, so far, I mean, so he, I think Steve Pierce alone has accounted for his presence in the lineup accounted already for a, a couple, if not three or four wins, um, which you would give up a mediocre single A player or like a, an upper end single A player for that. Yeah, especially someone from just high A ball. I mean it's not even single yeah. A yet. So um an absolute yeah, steal. Yeah. Great move from Dombrowski. He's he's been known for that sort of hopping on the on the on the bandwagon early in terms of trades. Uh, and that's something yep. that uh, it's definitely worked for him in the past, um, and this is it seems to be working again so far. It 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 makes us it makes the Red Sox um, less. It it, it makes it allows us to have less urgency moving towards the the, the trade deadline and trying to make a lot of deals in a short amount of time. Um, and also, too, you make a deal for Pierce, it doesn't work out in a couple of weeks, and then you reevaluate, and there's that. Uh, yeah, hundred. Did anything interesting happen in this game besides us getting our ass whooped? No. I, I think uh, the only thing I really took away – I think I texted you about this – is uh, Fierce had, didn't pitch a bad game. And, and I've seen a couple of rumors here and there that we might go after him because he's just going to be – he's going to be a cheap guy to go get. I, I think our bullpen, just relief-wise, needs a little help. And I think he might, he might be the guy, according to the rumors I've seen all over Twitter. But, you know, hashtag fans with sources, yeah. you know. Yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> um, I, I, I think there are going to be a lot of – so that's the thing. So there's not really anyone on the market right now starting pitching. I, exactly. Um, eye-opening. And I don't – Yeah, that, at least not that the Sox are going to get. You know, all the you know all the big names like Cole Hamels and – Big names in quotes. Cole Hamels. Yeah, they're not going after that. Um, I mean, they're, they're, those are good arms, but they're not top-of-the-rotation arms. Um I'd love mm-hmm. to stick Cole Hamilton Fenway with the Yankees. Yeah, that <laughs> Golly. Hey, that would be the nast. what, there we go, Sale Hamels price. I might even just stick with the three, like I was telling you, three-man rotation. If that, was, that would literally be a dream come Or, true. Or you stick him 
on the Yankees and have him pitch in Fenway and just get shelled. Um, so we'll see. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any need to go after him. I think we can go for a lower end starter if we need to to try and fill up a three or then move mm-hmm. some sort of starter to the bullpen, um, and that helps our bullpen. Um, sort of a yeah. domino effect. Uh, but we'll definitely see. Did- I mean, the only thing you worry about are injuries, um, late season injuries, and obviously no team wants to see that. But uh, We've had our fair share, but I really think Core has done a, a, a damn good job with our bullpen so far, keeping them healthy, basically not overstretching them and whatnot. Uh, you think uh, – yeah, here's, here's a name you haven't heard in a while, Carson Smith. Wow, I haven't heard – actually – let me tell you. Okay, so I was at Fenway for opening day this year. I think it was about uh, twenty degrees. It felt like, uh, and uh, I can't remember exactly what. But Carson Smith came in and just gave up a two-run bomb, <laughs> and I absolutely have hated that guy since. I mean, we came back and won that game in extras. It was a hell of a time. But ever since then, that guy came in and because Price was Price was pitching that game. Yeah, Price pitched a hell of a game. They. They tugged him and threw in Smith and that bomb right over into the uh, the batter's eye in the center field, and I just hated that guy. Yeah, sense. I mean he's on the sixty day DL, so we're we're clear from him. Wow. <laughs> um, another another not great trade, and we picked him up from Seattle. Uh, I I don't I don't really yep. think that um, that trade matters too much, like the Thornburg one does. Um, we'll 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 get to that a little bit later. So not a great game. Game two. Um, hard to watch. Hard to, I was, I was really yeah. looking forward to, to sort of keep my eye on that game. I was busy Saturday. Um, yeah, luckily the Yanks lost, what, the day before? Yeah. And then they, they won this game. Yeah. Or they won to that today or yesterday. Yeah, so, um, so rolling into game three, uh, I don't really think there's much to be said. Sam, I'll, uh, I'll let you talk about Chris Sale. Um, you want to <laughs> because it's, it's yeah, well, pretty easy to talk about Chris Sale. Oh my god, I freaking love this guy. I mean, the only people the only thing that people knock on Chris Sale is is his playoff um escapades. I saw that up on um, Twitter and I was like he, he's literally posting a ridiculous posting ridiculous numbers this year and you're all- This dude this dude is he, he is the leading Cy Young right now. I don't know who you put up with him um maybe Severino? No. But yeah, but I, yeah, like I said, I think Chris Sale is still light years ahead in in the race. I mean, I, I don't have his starts pulled up, but I don't think Chris Sale has allowed more than three or four hits in the past ten starts. It feels like I I yeah, can't remember I've the got, last time this dude I've has got some some splits in his last seven. He is six and zero with a point seven eight ERA. In forty six innings, he struck out seventy seven batters and walked. Oh, my God. To an 8.55 strikeout-to-walk ratio with a .7 whip. So, how many how many innings has he pitched in these seven 46. starts? 46. How many hits has he allowed? Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I did not write down his hits, but he's got a .7 whip. So, if you want to ask. Okay, probably, so I, can't even, I don't even want to do the math on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's he's, low. He's, he's walked. <laughs> he's, I think he's given up maybe 21 hits. We'll go with 21 hits. Oh, it's beautiful. That's so – I when he's on the mound, I really don't worry about crap. Like, yeah. And I don't care who's playing, who's who's getting subbed out that game. If Chris Sale is on the mound, you're guaranteed that the opponent's either going to have zero runs or maybe one run when the bullpen has to come in. And that's exactly what happened. Workman came in and gave up a run. But what, what was his line on this? All right, okay, six innings, two hits, nine strikeouts, 99 pitches thrown. You really can't – I mean, I've been kind of seeing – I know this is kind of how the baseball style is going nowadays, but I really want to see that old school – I want to see our, our 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 starting rotation dip at least into the seventh and then allow it for that one inning. You, you want to see the one inning Joe Kelly or uh, – I mean, Joe Kelly's kind of been crap lately. Yeah, like, like, a, like a Matt Barnes to Kimbrell type of thing. Yeah, exactly. You want Kimbrell coming in the ninth fresh. I don't want Kimbrell coming into the eighth. I don't care if there's two outs in the eighth. I don't care if there's no outs in the eighth. Leave Kimbrough out of the eighth. Let him come into the ninth, throw his 100-mile-an-hour gas, and let's get out of a ball game. But 
other than that, Sale is just he's the Cy Young this year. I'll knock on wood because I don't want nobody getting hurt or anything, but he, he is gonna win the Cy Young this year. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree. This was this was about the time last year where we started to see him burn out. Um he had Yeah, exactly. He's had a couple bad um he's he's had a couple of bad starts sprinkled throughout the year, as was every ace. Yeah, every everybody's gonna have their. At least their he, uh, at least he didn't give up a basis clearing double to his um, to his a uh, to his to his old teammate like uh, Scherzer did to Porcello. Um, mm-hmm. That was that was that highlight <laughs> of the first half for sure for me. Uh, that was that was hey that was yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was, you know what's funny? Why? I know we're getting off tangent here, but you know it's like Porcello came up to bat and they're like, oh, everybody. Scoot in Porcello's batting because he really didn't hit that ball. I mean, he hit a deep, but I mean, if they were playing correctly where they should have been, defense with two outs, which you should be when the bases are loaded, that, that, ball, that yeah. ball is a sharp line out to left center. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. When I saw that ball hit, I was like, where are they? Why are they playing like that? Either way, I don't mind. He cleared the bases on us. So, <laughs> but that was hilarious. And then he came in and struck him out, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not like that's impressive or anything, it's but beautiful, poetic justice. Um, I, uh, I mean, so Chris Hill now is a two-one-three ERA. Um, gets any lower, I'm pretty worried about him because he'll become academically ineligible, um, <laughs> and I don't really want him talking to the dean at this time of the year. I think he's <laughs> baseball. And, and like I like I said earlier, Cora is taking care of these yeah. pitchers. He's he's not overworking them. You know, I think the only time I saw an extended start was Price a couple last week. I think he threw 115. Yeah, I, it was one of the things where he got up there in in pitch count and wanted like to finish off the inning. And I think that, yeah, exactly. Uh, Other than that, like we're really taking good care of our pitchers. Yeah, and that's I think I think one thing that's really cool about sales that we've seen his personality kind of come out a little bit more this year. Um, Have we, the dude doesn't oh, smile. No. It I looks mean, he's like definitely, <laughs> he's definitely being, he's, he's showing more emotion. Um, I think he's sort of, he's sort of found his rhythm as a veteran pitcher and someone who, I mean, obviously, obviously knows he's got good stuff, but someone who's really embraced that. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the team atmosphere. Um, John Farrell's brilliant, but, uh, or John, John Farrell was brilliant in 2013, um, and the and the atmosphere in the clubhouse was awesome with Gomes and Napoli um, and and Big Poppy and stuff. Um, and I think that, that this clubhouse yeah. has not the same energy, but sort of the similar playfulness. I yeah, I think they're really they're yeah, loose. That's a they're great loose. Yeah. You know, there's there's no tension, and it. I mean. You think there would be with the Yanks playing as well? I mean, not as late. Yanks have been cra- crappy as of late, but you know, when you're in the when you're in the East, you, you know, there's a little tension that goes along with winning ball games. And what we got seventy under our belt now. We're, I think, we're on pace for like one eleven or one twelve or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I saw like one thirteen a day. Which is yeah, tough. okay. If we hit, hey, if we hit one hundred and fifteen games, that's, that's oh my gosh. Good. And you know, I've I've only been around for twenty three years, but this is the best season by far. I know a couple of years ago, uh, I think they started. I don't want to say it was like before the break. It was like sixty two and like thirty something. But this year is this year is something ridiculous. Yeah, and then I I think a big thing is that baseball teams go through hot and cold streaks, and the Red Sox go through blazing hot streaks. And the cold streaks are good above 500 baseball. It's not like we're losing games. Yeah. It's like, like no. I mean, we have not lost a series yet this year. Or we've not been swept in a series yet this year. Um, we, lose, we lose two in a row. Yeah. We've maybe lost three in a row once all year in May after our, our hot start. Um, but, I mean, this team – this team doesn't really seem to slow down when it gets cold, um, and they the, the pitching finds a way to supplement the offense, or the offense finds a way to pick up the pitching. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I see we're going to talk about Xander in here, which he had. A, it looks like he went two for three. He's hey, Xander is the new shortstop of the of the Sox. Like, I know we've gone through a couple of shortstops since Nomar, but he's he's the man now. I don't. He's hitting two eighty three on the year. Yeah. 
plays solid defense. Uh, it looks like he got subbed out for yeah. Lynn. I don't know what was up with that. Maybe it was just we were up yeah, by a I think, bunch. Yeah, I think it was just just get him out of the game. Let let Lynn take a take an AB. Um, I mean, but that's that's the thing is hopefully we clear some space in the off season and just sign Xander to be a long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree too because the dude and he's doing it quietly too. Nobody's yeah. talking about yeah. him. Yeah, not one, not one media outlet's talking about. We're probably the only people talking about Xander yeah. right now. Um, and, do, and, yeah. and also too. Benny's over 300. He's got a 908 OPS as well. Yeah, he's been flirting yeah, with it. He's and how old is Benny, too? 23. Yeah, it, our team yeah. is young. Especially our outfield. I mean, unless you want to throw JD yeah. out there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even JD. JD's 29. Uh, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's, it's a really good young core. There's experience where we need it, um, especially in the rotation. It's an older group. Um was this the game that Mookie had that home run grab, no, that or was, was that, that yesterday? Was so funny, funny enough, okay. we didn't talk about it, but JD no, blasted a two-run home run, um, or a three-run home run today. He had a three-run three run. Run robbed yeah. in the same game that Mookie stole the home run away from. Um, I don't know. I think it was maybe either – I think it was Goodrum maybe in left. JBJ's uh, uh, three-run home run in the second game. Uh, Reyes is okay. in the left. Um, yeah, so good game. Uh, good. That hey, that Mookie grab though, that was that was gangster, man. He got up there. That's not a yeah. Short I, ball. I think it's I think it's nine feet in right at Comerica. And that ball was gone. That ball was yeah. freaking yeah, gone. I hey, I freaking love Mookie Betts, man. That dude, and I, that dude loves Boston too. We gotta enjoy that and. The only reason he's getting ten million right now is for the the um, yeah arbitration. Um, so I mean, we're gonna have to oh, pay yeah. him. He's gonna. And get that's paid. why. We're, yeah, and that's so. There's you know the whole big Mookie and Trout talk right now, and this year Mookie is the better player, cut and dry. I understand Trout has had one of the best careers ever, and I'm not knocking on Trout. I, I freaking love that guy. But if you go look at the numbers and you compare bets where he is right now, the same at bats and games to where Mookie wa- or uh, where Trout was at that time, the numbers are extremely similar. And even and even they favor in bets in, in, in some categories too. Like not a lot of. I remember I went into a freaking wormhole one day yeah. looking at this, and it's. I'm telling you, Mookie is having one of those careers right now. If he didn't get hurt. And if he stays healthy for the rest of his career, he's going to have one of those careers. I, I'm saying, like, Hall of Famer up there with Mike Trout type yeah. of careers. Yeah. I mean, he's got a chance to be Boston player of this decade for sure. Uh, and his value is great right now. Like I said, we're only paying him $10 million, And guess how much Trout's getting right now? 33 So, I mean, there's a huge I, difference I right there. You, but that's not going to last long. No, hey, he's he's literally gonna get every single dollar he does. You know he deserves it though. I, I mean, you don't want to see you don't want to see Mookie go anywhere else, especially I was in American League. About that. Like, imagine if Mookie. I, I, I don't think he'd ever go AL East. Uh, but ima- imagine if Mookie oh, you would hope played not. for, let's say maybe the Rangers or <laughs> or um, you know what they they wouldn't uh. Like so, uh, so a little backdrop on us as this is our first. I'm I'm currently in Texas. Well, well, currently actually I'm in Miami right now, but I live in you know in Texas. Go to school there, and uh, the Rangers really hate giving out those monster contracts because they really got fucked when Alex Rodriguez yeah. thing happened. Uh, but the Rangers are that type of team right now because they're getting ready. Because they're getting a new stadium, it's opening. Uh, I think twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. Their that, new stadium, and that's kind of yeah, what I mean, they're gearing that's for. That's where you make a push to to really bring in a new, a new, uh, a new generation of of, of fans. Exactly, and they're going to be and they're going to be clearing house um, come trade deadline. I think Adrian Beltre is gone from uh, the Rangers. I think Cole Hamels is out of there. Uh, 
maybe uh, Rudy Nodor, which has had a on and off year, but all all those players yeah. are out of there. I mean, they're clearing house for twenty. I mean, I think I think though you we could see. I'm not. I don't think Mookie would ever sign in the AL East. I sure. I sure. No, I don't think so. We all say that, but it seems like every one of our you know gangster players does that. I remember Jonathan Papelbon and uh, Johnny Damon. I mean, it's it's definitely something that is possible. But even seeing Mookie six games a year in the AL. Playing for someone else it's not is fun. not something I want to even begin. No, it doesn't even sound um, right. He loves Boston yeah. too. Yeah, that's he, he that's really does. When you're winning seventy games, how yeah. could you not? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and we've, we've seen that from JD. JD is toxic restructuring his contract. Um, all that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that happens. Do you think that's just rumors or you know, no, floating he around? Or he actually... he is, there's like some weird opt-out clause for years four and five um, that Boris wanted to put in there uh, in case he continues uh, to go off. And J.D.'s like, no, uh, fuck that. I just want to stay in Boston. Yeah, I, I'm all for it too. Like, I mean, I don't want to do anything too crazy because he is 29. I'm not trying to do any type of 10-year type no, of thing. His, his, his deal but... was at, at five years. Um and I think maybe what we would do is we'd just give him guarantees for those years. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. And we, and we didn't pay him the money he was looking for. I mean, all the it seemed like all the GMs kind of teamed up this offseason and said we're done paying people. Yeah, so. I mean, that's, that's the thing is that baseball contracts have gotten so out of control, but I think it's good for the game. Gets gets more kids to, to think, yeah. hey, I don't need to sacrifice my, my later life to, to make a lot of money and play a sport. Um, and baseball, if you if you're into it, if you play a lot of it, it's it's a lot of fun. So, um. yeah, I think the only extreme contract we'll see next is is yeah. Bryce Harper. Yeah. And, and and then Mike and Trout I, and will I be seen, through year seventy five for him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have you seen what? I I don't know if I read this right. I could have read this wrong. They're they're looking at the next contract Harper is going to sign is going to be around. It's going to be like a, a 12, 13 year deal. Yeah. I mean, that's, that talk is. And it's going to be, I think, what, 450 yeah, something million yeah. dollars. People are thinking we, he could be the first one to go up over 400, which is, I mean, that amount of money. I don't know how, I don't know how on earth you <laughs> yeah. get to a guy that long. Uh, yeah. 12, 13 years. I mean, you don't know what could happen. I mean, I don't. But hey, I, I wouldn't mind Bryce Harper on the team. So I'm not going to. I'm not right, going to hate so the man. That wraps up the three game set. Yeah. What are we, five games above the Yanks? They, I know their game got postponed yeah, five, today. Which is, which... This is, we have not had leads like we've seen in the last couple of days since May. Um, yeah. I think the Yankees are still going to go on a run. You can't really. And, 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 the, and the worry is, too, I mean, this is, this is sort of the talk of the town. Worry is the Yanks feel like they need to go make some big moves, and their team's already stacked. Um, that's what I'm saying. They, but they're willing to. They really yeah, are willing Cashman, to. Yeah, Cashman will give up prospects. Um, we've seen that before, and and he'll still manage to get them back. So speaking of trades, we talked. We touched on Steve Pierce. All of a deal for the Sox. Yep. Um, second base. I think I was sort of beginning when I was setting up for this podcast. I'm thinking, okay, let's look at options. We've got Dozier. We've got Merrifield. Two guys who are yep. visibly on the trade market. Two guys that I don't really think the Red Sox are showing too much interest in, but two guys that are definitely possibilities. Merrifield's going to be a lot more because of his utility role um, and his ability to hit leadoff, which is something you don't really find in the trade market. Um, he sort of he sort of got it all as a Swiss Army knife, whereas Dozier now is slowed down in terms of average, but still hitting for power with 16 home runs on the year, 50 RBIs. Uh, yep. Not OPS I, um, is still hitting pretty well this year. Um, so OPS is the king of stats, though. Or I guess adjusted OPS is the king yeah, of I'm, stats. Yeah, I'm a though. big fan of OPS. Big. Me too. I enjoy um, it. Um, so so Dozier I, option. You, I don't really know who who you give up here. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's it's almost and you don't even see. I've only seen like, like I said, fans with sources. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I don't hear any type of chatter really coming out of the Red Sox. It's almost like they want to stand pat. Now, I think they're definitely going to go get somebody hashtag, for the bullpen. Hashtag, hashtag, but I don't think – Or trade for Mike Conley. Or Adam Conley. Trade for Adam Conley. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't think think it's going to happen. I hope it happens. The dude is having a crazy good year for the Marlins. He is, um, let me see his stats right here. He's three. um, Are the Marlins willing to give him up, though? Because you know how the Marlins are right now. They pretty much cleaned house and trying to rebuild. It's a fire sale. He's on a one-year deal. I don't know why you wouldn't get a top 30 prospect. I think we can give him a top 30 prospect. Nice little rental. Um, Three and one, 273 ERA. Um. He has struck out 31 hitters in 26 and a third um, and is a guy who's a lefty who throws 95 with a wipeout flyer. When, when is he coming in at? What do you mean? The, is he – he's out of the bullpen. So, like, when, is he their first man out of the bullpen? Um, no, I think he's a lefty specialist or, like, a seventh inning guy. I think, yeah, I think he has versatility. Okay. I wouldn't mind a yeah, specialist. Yeah, me neither. And for, for the price um, he's getting, I think the, the Marlins would much rather have a prospect um, than him yep, and I, his $250,000 or whatever they're paying him for the rest of the season. Um, I think that is a match made in heaven. I don't know if they're going to look at that, um, but I really hope they consider it. Um, so we'll see. Well, we... And, oh, man, I just... I just don't know right now because, what, we've lost 31 freaking ball games, and they're mostly because of the bullpen, I would say. I mean, a couple starts here and there from from pitchers, but I really wouldn't be surprised if we don't give up anything and we kind of just stand pat. Maybe we go get one one relief guy or maybe two relief guys. I, I'm down for it. Why don't we yeah. call him up? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll be. You know what's funny? Uh, my uh, feel free to give Didi a call. I know him personally. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, my so my big brother in my fraternity, uh, his uncle is. Uh, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce his last name. Yeah, Lucino or yeah. Le- Le- Yeah, that's his that's uncle. Sick. Yeah, no, I've I've held the, I've held the World Series ring from. Uh, uh, from thirteen, awesome. that thing is that thing is a heavy yeah. motherfucker. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, no, it is, and that guy has hooked us up too, giving us like because when they come play the the Rangers, when the Sox come down, they'll put us right in the the owners box and whatnot. Absolutely awesome. But I wish I still had uh, his contact yeah. info. <laughs> right, hey man, you mind if we could talk to the. Talk to the managers right now. We got a prospect. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I think the price for uh, wrapping up the trade talk. I think the price for Britain is going to be too high. Again, I don't think we can. Yeah, we're going to stay cheap. We're 100. Well, there's no stay reason cheap. not to. I mean, Joe Kelly's struggling. Um, he's he's a when when you've got a guy that throws that hard, um, he's going to have games where he it happens. His control and command. He's going to have stretches in his in his season that, that that's going to happen. I think he'll probably figure it out. I don't think that's too much of a concern. Yeah, and I'd rather that happen right now instead of right yeah, before the yeah. playoffs. Give him some time. Because the dream scenario for us right now, and we have we have a lot of great guys here and there, but the dream scenario is that you're going is that you're going, you know, Sailor Price is throwing the ball game and they're going seven innings, and you got Joe Kelly coming in the eighth, throwing a hundred mile an hour gas, and then you got Kimbrell coming in the game throwing 100 mile an hour gas like you want to ramp up that that speed so hard plus Salem price are what sales throwing the damn ball 100 miles an yeah, hour yeah price price has lost a step in his velo he's thrown 93 yeah like 94 yeah but that's the dream scenario you help for oh my god what is on me right now sorry i'm freaking out the sand is like i don't know what the hell's going on i feel like i got ants on me but i know i don't <laughs> Yeah, I wish y'all, I wish y'all could see this view right now. I'm literally sitting on a white sand beach. The waves are slowly crashing in. I can see the oil barges out there. Got some lightning storms in the background. I'm fucking living the life right now. I'm a little drunk from dinner earlier. Okay, 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 but, Moby Dick. 
Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I should have a damn cigar in my hand yeah. right now, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm working nine to five. That's. I wish I could. <laughs> This this is all on Dad's credit card, by the way. I'm not rich. <laughs> Big stuff. So, uh, what else we gotta talk? Can we talk about the fucking Yankees? Yeah, I think. I mean, we sort of touched on them. I think one thing I want to talk talk about is uh, Chapman and whether or not he has the yips again. He threw 19 pitches on Saturday, coming into a four run game. Not even a save situation. He threw 16 balls. He threw 11 consecutive balls. His inning went walk, hit, walk, walked in a run, hit by pitch, and a run. Gave up two earned, exited the game without recording a single out. How many consecutive balls did he throw? I knew that was 11. a big thing. I was 11. watching them. They had like a 11. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he almost blew the game. Um, they put in three. Uh, no, yeah, he – what? They, they hit – they were down by four they, or they five, were down right? Four and ended up being a seven-six final. Um, but Shree came in. Had a, yeah, and they had a man on third yeah, and everything. Came in, they were ready to tie Shree that came game in up. And, uh, got a bases loaded, nobody out, double play, a lot of run, um, and that ended up being ended up being like a flyout, soft flyout fight or something. Yeah. Um, Yankees almost blew it. They did split a two-game short series against the Mets with Game Three being yep. rained out because. Um, New York, or the Yankees are soft and did not want to play against Degrom, so they called up their old friend of nature and yeah, they went to open they, up the skies. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is, um, you know this 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 year started. You know both teams are hot, and the whole narrative of the MLB now is you got to have people that can hit the ball, you know, into the stands. Yeah. Right? It's would you agree? Runs, home runs you got to have home run hitters. Yeah, exactly. And the Yankees lineup is meant, and they're they're leading the league right now in home yeah, runs, by, I believe, by right? Mile. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they have one person in their lineup hitting no, over two ninety. No, Judge is hitting in the two seventies, and I think that might be the highest. Yeah. So, and you go look at the Sox. I mean, Mookie Betts is not a home run hitter, but he's hitting home runs. I mean, I'm not going to complain about it. But the really the big home run hitters you have in our lineup are JD Martinez and and and, 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 and Mitch JD Moreland. Martinez. Yeah, yeah, right. JD Martinez did. And guess who's got the best record in baseball right now? The Red Sox. So this whole narrative that you need guys that are going to hit 35, 40 home runs and strike out 150, 200 times in a season is is ridiculous. I don't know and I'm not going to lie. Do I want John Carlos Stanton on my team, uh, yeah, right. Well, you know who doesn't? I mean, I mean, you don't. I mean, but give put him with the like, right hitting coach. You're not striking yeah. out so many damn times. You know, I don't. I think they are. They have to be leading the league yeah. in strikeouts. Yeah, they, they have are. to be. Um, so by a landslide, I would assume. Um, so, uh, looking at the Red Sox lineup, there are currently, you know, I don't know what Mitch Moreland is hitting. But today we had five guys um, who were hitting over an eight. Mitch Morrow was hitting well, 273. Uh, I don't have that in front of um, me. So that's what I was saying. It, it's got to be up there. I mean, he's eight, a damn eight, all-star. 50-plus OPS, five guys in the Red Sox lineup. Yeah. And that's not even including Morrow, got... who I think is over 850 as well. Um, and, and to put that in perspective, well, Castellanos, who's having a career year right now for the Tigers, has an 870 OPS. So, oh, yeah. We have five One, two, hitters three. who are, according to OPS, either who are, who are and five hitters above three hundred too. Baseball who are better hitters than the Tigers best hitter, and that is the mark of a great team yeah. because you're not going to have guys doing it every night, but you're going to have guys. You're not going to have one guy doing it every night, but it's a guarantee with the Red Sox, somebody's going to be hitting the ball, and that's how you win games. Yeah. Exactly, 100% exactly. This this whole narrative that you got to put it in the stands is, is out of here. You put men on base and you drive them in. That's, that's yeah, the freaking it's, game. It's about, it's about hitting with two strikes. It's about hitting with two outs. It's about hitting with runners with four positions. Which I think with two strikes and two outs, I I only have looked this up on bets because, like I said, I've gone to the fucking the wormhole of trying to compare him to Trout. The man with two strikes and two outs, literally two strikes and two outs, I think he's hitting like – Over 300. 
I want it. Yeah, no, 100% over 300. Bases loaded over 300 with two outs over 300, everything. Some some of them are over four or 500, too. I, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And actually, you know who I don't mind talking about right now is um, Jackie yeah, Bradley. I agree. I think he's finally, yeah, he's finally come. He's finally the Jackie Bradley we saw last year. I mean, he's hitting two, what, two, two or something. I mean, he's in the twos. Okay, yeah, he's two eleven. Two hits today. The, yeah, and and when I've been watching this season, it's not like he's been struggling to hit the ball. You know, he's hitting the ball. He just smacking them right into the gloves of, of anybody we play. And what was he hitting? He was leading off last year. I think I think he let off a couple games when Farrell experimented with moving Mookie down to the three or four hole. Yeah. And to have a guy like that sitting in your eight or nine hole position that's finally hitting the bat again or hitting the ball again, big. that's something deadly to have in your eight, nine hole, putting somebody on base yeah, for big. Mookie. Um. So, really quickly, I would like to cover um, the playoff atmosphere in baseball. I was watching a video today of the loudest. I think I know what video you're talking about. Is it it, the loudest home crowds and our home crowd reactions in, like, the last decade? Oh, no, no. This was uh, – it was Cleveland and – who was Cleveland playing this week? This weekend, I don't know. It was a Cleveland game, and I forget who it was. Maybe it was Lindor that just smacked one in like the eighth inning. I swear that Cleveland, that stadium in Cleveland yeah. gets loud. Yeah, it's loud. Um, but but go ahead. My bad. I, no, I keep no, no. interrupting. But playoff atmosphere, um, playoff baseball. It's one of those things where people, no, no, really nobody wants to watch a team play 162 games. There are very few people that do, and I'm sure most of them are listening to this podcast talking. Yeah, we're uh, one of the few. <laughs> and um, still, playoff baseball rolls around. All of a sudden, the whole city gets into it. Um, it's incredible. I'm from San Francisco, so I've gotten to go to a Giants World Series game before. Uh, and oh, the yeah, those were awesome. Electric. Um, so, I cannot play off with the with yeah. the Rangers? No, it was against the Royals. Royals. <laughs> oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. And I cannot wait for playoff baseball to roll back around. If the Sox do end up oh. in the wild card, you can bet your ass I'll be at that game. I'm gonna do everything in my power oh, to my get God. to that game and just. Isn't that the worst thing though? That someone it's thumb, gonna be the thumb, Yankees thumb, or us. That it's gonna be a wild card above a hundred wins, plan, and it's gonna be so fucked. But. Yeah, no, it's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Um, so, what were the loudest stadiums? Uh, though it was. I mean, it's just it's just worlds. I mean, there there have been. It was just so, it's just where people yeah, were going nuts. Yeah, there have been nuts. so many moments where it's just been like. I mean, they're all like, go ahead, three run home runs in the eighth, or walk off two run bombs in the ninth. Like this place is just dropped. Oh my um, gosh. And I mean, if for any of you that have been to Fenway, I know Sam and I both have. Um, that place gets loud for regular season games, like for other states. Yeah, and what they only—it only holds like thirty thousand. It's—it's one. Of, it has to be actually the lowest yeah. I mean, it's, in attendance. Like, not—I don't even know how how to phrase that. It's got to help hold the least amount of people out of anybody, any stadium yeah, in the majors, I think so. right? Um, it's small. It's small. It really is. But the place gets fucking yeah. rocking. So that's that's sort of my. My closing point is the light at the end of the tunnel. Playoff. Ball. Who do we who do we got next week or this next if series? We go of Orioles? to Baltimore for three. Um, we throw. I want to say Porcello Pomerantz, uh, and then maybe loop back around to Price. Um, Eddie Rodriguez is uh, is on the DL with his ankle oh. sprain. Um, they're going to reevaluate oh, in yeah, a couple yeah. weeks. Fingers crossed. Um, hopefully a high ankle sprain. Yeah. He'll be back soon. We'll miss him in the rotation. Um, and then we move. We go back home. And thankfully, thankfully, back to Fenway. Um, and we take on, I guess the, the twins, Phillies, right? The Twins. Oh, man, we got a great little six-game stretch yeah. coming up yeah. here. So, hopefully, Sox can pick up some wins. Um, we'll probably yeah. be back on 
for uh, next Sunday with another podcast. Um, thank yep. you. Too. I yeah. think it went pretty yeah. well. I mean, my, my one of my favorite things to do is shoot the shit about the Red Sox. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on, Sam. Um, yeah, I appreciate it, man. This, this is fun. We'll do this again after the next yep. series. So I hope you all had a good week. Hope you all had a good Sunday. I know that Sam definitely did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll be back soon. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Front Yard Socks. Yep. And screw yep, the exactly. Yankees. All right. We'll catch you guys later. See you. <laughs> all right.